You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast, and we're locked in on Psalm 103. And I want to begin with the first couple of verses. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. And that's what we're focusing on. We're focusing on all of these benefits. There's seven of them described in these verses. And so we're, we're, we're going through this, and we're, we're going to show you how this is like the menorah, how that there's one blessing that, that opens the door for all the others. The, the first one comes, and then the other six come along. And so one of the blessings that uh, comes to us is our youth is renewed like the eagles. That's one of the great blessings. And what that means is this, is that there is no one period of your life that God wants to bless uh, you may have a, a significant period of your life, but that doesn't mean that, that, that the rest of it is dead. God wants to bless you like the eagle. And the reason that uh, this is uh, how he wants to bless us is because he doesn't want us to have dead spots in our lives where we feel like it's, it's all over. It's all washed up. That's, that's not how God wants to do it. Uh, birds, and, and not all of them, but many of them molt and shed their feathers and grow new ones, and they have a whole new pelage. And uh, they're, they're like new birds when it's all said and done with. And, and, and the book of Isaiah says this, um, that um, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. He who waits on the Lord shall renew his strength, and they mount up with wings as eagles. And I want to read from Adam Clark. He says this, It has been a common and popular opinion that the eagle lives and retains his vigor to a great age and that beyond the common lot of other birds he molts in his own age and renews his feathers and with them his youth. And so we've got two places in Scripture that the Scripture calls attention to that. And so what this means is, is that God has blessing for you throughout the whole of your life. And, you know, so many people get caught in a place of life where they look back and, and we romanticize and we think back, you know, that was the good old days. And uh, I've, I've seen people who absolutely grieve over the passing of the past. Now, don't get me wrong. I have very fond memories of great friends, of things I got to do, of projects I got to be associated with. You know, one of the things I got to do, we had it for over 30 years. It was a camp uh, in Old West Town called Dry Gulch, USA. We made movies out there. We rode horses out there. I remember taking my kids out there when we first building, and we would camp out uh, before there were any places to stay. Uh, we had a wonderful program out there called Christmas Train where we ran three steam locomotives and had uh, a million people go through in the 20-year span that we operated Christmas Train. And uh, it was an amazing season. I have fond memories of that. And so there sometimes I miss elements of it. But it was a thing whose time came 
and went. It wouldn't be right for us to hold on to that today. It, it wouldn't be the right thing to do. It has passed. Now, I have learned how to let go of things that pass because I learn that if I hold on to what's passed, there's something I can't reach out to and take and accept. And uh, I, I remember years ago when uh, my oldest son uh, asked his uh, fiance to marry him, or she became his fiance at that point in time, girlfriend to become fiance, and uh, my, our little daughter Sally, who was uh, 16 years younger than Whit, uh, she was about four or five when this happened, and she started bawling because she didn't want to see Whit move, and and she was, uh, you know, it really bothered her, and. Uh, and I, I told her, I said, Sally, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Whit and Heather are going to get married, and they're going to have little babies, and you're going to have all these little nieces and nephews. And so sure enough, a few years later, uh, Whit and Heather had their first one, and Sally got to be uh, the, the, uh, the little aunt who was just almost in the same generation as those kids. And what's really neat now is that uh, Sally has children of her own. Uh, she has a, a 21-month-old little girl and a, a brand-new baby boy. And the whole family now, all the cousins uh, that are older, they all love their new little cousins. It's just neat to have a, a generational, uh, I don't know what you call it, a ladder, because we've got people at every step, and that's a wonderful blessing. And if we're not careful, we become so fixed on what we used to have, we forget that God has something special at every single stage. We live in these stages. Stages. Now, here's what happens is people reach a stage when they get older and their kids leave and they don't have the responsibility anymore of their kids and their focus turns inward. And uh, boy, when you have a focus that turns inward, then you begin to think about your own frailties and your own sufferings. And especially when you get older, you have physical battles. Uh, just because of your body aging that you didn't have. And a lot of older people don't even realize they do it, but they fall into this business of just talking constantly about their bodies and about how much they hurt and how much they ache. And, and, and then you get around your children, and that's all you want to discuss, and it's a big turnoff. And the next thing you know, nobody wants to be around you. And you don't want to live like that. That's not a great way to live because when you live in the past, you become focused on uh, things that, that are unattainable, you can't get back to, There's and, and you miss what God has for you today. God has new feathers for the eagle in his old age. And so, you know, a couple of four years ago, I turned over our church to my son, Whit, and it was different. It was difficult for a while. I, I got to tell you, uh, there was an adjustment period. I, listen to me. It doesn't matter what it is. If you are enjoying life and there's a change that comes, there will be an adjustment period. But that doesn't mean you can't get through it, and it doesn't mean that you cannot be renewed. So Deliva and I began to seek God about what our new phase would be. And we decided that we would become encouragers to young pastors all over America, which is what we've done. It's part of the reason I do this podcast. I also have a ranch where young pastors come, and I pour my heart into them and help them, and, and they go through struggles. And 
I went through every one of those struggles, and there's nothing that so far any of these young pastors have brought to me that I didn't grin about and say, I've been there, done that. I know exactly how that feels. Really? You experienced it? Oh, yeah. I had that very same thing happen to me. You know, part of how you help people is you just let them know that they're not the only ones to have ever gone through what it is they're facing. And so this is how we live. We live focused on that next generation. It's a selfless, selfless way to live. If you learn to be an encourager, and especially in the latter years of your life, you will never lack for people who want to be around you. When I see older people that are completely alone and nobody's around them and nobody wants to be around them, it's because they're not here to help to lift, to encourage. They want to drain other people. And you can't do that if you want people to be around you. I don't want that to happen. He who troubles his house shall inherit the wind. When all you do is talk about your troubles, you'll inherit the wind. And that's not what God wants for us. Now, look at the book of Genesis chapter 25. And this is Abraham who is living in his last days and he's staying young. Abraham again took a wife. Her name was Keturah, and she bore him Zimron, Jokshan, uh, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. <coughs> has six more sons. Plus, he's got Isaac and Ishmael. So the man fathered eight sons altogether. And the Bible says he gave all that he had to Isaac. But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, he sent them eastward away from Isaac, his son, to the country of the east. <clears throat> now this is important to me. He was generous with those sons, but he knew what God had said about Isaac and about the land that would belong to Isaac. God didn't make that promise to the other sons. And so what Abraham did is he set things up for Isaac. <coughs> Pardon me so that Isaac didn't have to deal with this after Abraham's death. You know, uh, I could still be preaching, pastoring a church and so forth, but I, I, I did something. I chose to set things up for the next generation, not just my son, but a whole band of young people that are my son's generation who've grown up at Church on the Move who are part of our team. And I chose to help them come into place and get into the place so I can step back. And number one, my number one responsibility is I pray for them. And, uh, that, and, and I got to tell you, it is so fulfilling because I will see God move and see God work and answering my prayers for that, that group. And then the second thing is when they need it, I've got counsel. Now I've learned if they're not asking for it, I usually don't give it. But, but if God speaks to me and shares something with me, I'll offer it, but I always do it in a constructive way. I'm not nitpicking because I don't want to wear out my welcome. And what I want you to see is when I keep the right attitude and when I'm careful, I get to be a part. I get to celebrate all the great things, but yet I am not in the middle of all of it having to deal with all the day-to-day -day details. And so this is a phase of my life that I have learned is a great phase, but I've chosen to take on the new grow the new feathers. And so that's what God has for us. God has something special for us in every phase in life, but you won't find it if you're self-centered. Now, the Bible says finally about Abraham that he died in a good old age. 
Not everybody has a good old age. Some people don't enjoy a good old age, but you should. God wants you to live a good old age, and a good old age comes when you are focused on being a blessing to the generation beneath you, and you're helping them to realize their dreams, and you want to be a blessing to help make it come to pass. Well, that's all the time I've got for today, but we're not done. Got one more of these, and we'll pick it up tomorrow. See you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.